Yeah, boy. Yo. What's up? What's up? Uh, we are back again. Podcast of... Fuck. I, <laughs> it's been so long, I don't remember the name. <laughs> AJ, Fuji, and Auntie Rambling with Friends. Ramblings of us with friends or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, minus the Fuji this week. But oh, yeah, no, no dog man. Yeah, no dog man. But we have Rex with us. Uh, oh, I forgot. Do you want to be called Rex or do you want to be called? Oh, that's fine. Rex. That's yeah. that's why I go by usually. The Kusoist okay. of Rex. Yep. <laughs> um. So. Rex, the main idea with the podcast is just like for us to just catch up with people who we haven't seen in a while. And like, we already talked to TN. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I haven't seen Rex either because I usually see you with um, with all of the people out there in the Midwest, all the young boys. Young FGC, I'm sorry, not young boys. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, old, old FGC now. Yeah, right? Yeah, now. We're all getting pretty old. So, yeah. Um, you know, I just wanted to see what's up. What's going on? What you been up to? Tell us about yourself. Well, uh, I'm Alex, a.k.a. Rex, or Kuso Rex. Uh, just some dude that likes video games, I guess. And what I've been up to really... Just, I'm big on like FPS stuff, so I've been getting back into that. Been playing <laughs> a lot of Apex, Valorant, you know, trying to show the Zoomers what's up. Yo, you have to show. Exactly. Uh, who are you playing in Apex? Uh, a, a lot lately is Horizon, but I try to fill roles sometimes when my with my friends when we play ranked. Mm-hmm. So maybe like. Bloodhound, but for a while I actually played crypto a lot, and he's like completely trash. <laughs> so like, but I liked the character, and I was probably like one of the higher level cryptos to be honest. Like the season he came out, we got to plat like easy in season three. So and uh, he didn't get buffed, but I did not play him at all. I was about to say, isn't he like better now? Like the yeah, but I have not tried him at all. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I haven't played Apex for like the last two seasons. I used to go ham on it, and then the season pass just like mentally destroyed me. So I try not to play as much anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Fun. It's mad fun. I enjoyed the game. Yeah, I hate having to be like, I have to, I got the season pass, so I have to play. That kind of like <laughs> gave me a lot of fatigue with the game. I actually took a break from it for like two months back in November. When uh, Halo came out. But, you know, Halo has its own issues as much as I like that game, too. I heard that one was even worse. Yeah, it's got some problems <laughs> that hopefully will get fixed. I hear the game is fun. Their season pass is worse because of, like, it's objective based a lot. But the objection, like, the way the games come about is just a random queue. So <laughs> you either have to, like, sit through games you don't want to care about. You don't care about till you get to your season pass like dailies, or you just like forfeit games to get your season pass goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't and, Halo uh, also have that situation at least when it first launched, where like the amount of, I guess like whatever the objective is, like you you didn't get a lot of it 
per completion of a game, and you wouldn't even be able to like complete that section of the season pass while that event was happening, and you would be forced to wait for it to come back into rotation in the future. Yeah, like when but they yeah. have events, you have to wait, and it's 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 just a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I can say. Like, I like I really like the game at its core, but the progression is non-existent, and you know people really care about that stuff. Yeah, I feel you on it. Yeah, gas is kind of messing up games. Like the games yeah, are I fun, mean... but. The service they, they even got platinum doing that, like with Babylon's <laughs> Fall. That game is already like a complete failure. <laughs> like you Dude. can't have platinum doing that. Come on, man. Yeah, there was there was a lot of info on that game as it was even being made. Basically, that like you knew you already knew that game was going to just straight up be a failure. Yeah. Um, yeah. That game actually reuses existing models of Final Fantasy 14 armor. What? With yes, Yoshi <laughs> Yeah, with Yoshi P's like uh well, I don't know what the word is like acceptance, I guess. Like like he's like, yes, you can go ahead and do that. Because the game was like failing so bad during development that they basically needed a quick way to get a bunch of different unique armors in there. And it's it's wow. Uh, I guess like the like Square Enix is like the overall owner of it. So they actually like got Yoshi P's like acceptance to just straight up copy paste the low level Final Fantasy 14 armor. So that way they wouldn't have to redesign low level armors for themselves and they only designed high level armor. The weird thing is that Square keeps trying to do gas as well, and it's just like <laughs> I don't understand why. Like every time it's felt, they done Avengers. They just use their Final Fantasy fourteen money for the gas games, right? I guess yeah. they feel like if they hit it off, it's just all good. Luckily, luckily, I think for the most part, they are actually like, um, like fourteen gets it, its money back as well. Like luckily, yeah, fourteen is what keeps them afloat. I heard. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's become their most profitable game in the history of the company by far. Like, which I think previously, if I'm not mistaken, was Final Fantasy X, um, mostly due to the fact that it had so many different re-releases and re-releases on different um, platforms and all that kind of stuff. And that all counts as basically one game, right? So, like that that all counts as all money that Final Fantasy X had earned them. And uh, fourteen has has officially now passed all of that and just become the most profitable game in the series. That's crazy. But good for them, actually. Yeah, it took a lot of hard work for them, though. At the same time, yeah, considering how fourteen started out originally. Yeah, that game was a dumpster fire when it came out. Um, so been playing shooters. I also mm-hmm. recently learned that you also play a lot of guitar. Yep. Uh, guitar, bass, mostly bass. I love the guitar, but bass is my like one true love. Mm. It's a lot of it is actually it's kind of funny. It's thanks to Kon the Edeve way back <laughs> when I discovered it in like 2010. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just like a lot of my preferences for base actually come from that anime. Like the main main character Mio plays a uh, Fender jazz bass, and so I started to fall in love with the Fender jazz bass. And actually, I was able to get one last year finally. And I love it. I play it like every day. That's interesting. You consider Mio world. the main character? Oh, one <laughs> of the main characters. Okay, like there's there's like five. I mean, you know yes, what the, I mean. The, the whole group is it, it's a group of protagonists. Yeah, uh, Yui protagonists, is the main character. Yui, I, yeah, I, was that. I would consider Yui the main character. <laughs> but she's the main character in my heart, man. <laughs> I mean, Mio is my favorite character too. I get it. I just was like, wow, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. heard that before. Like. Like, uh, I uh, spent a lot of time, like, learning how to actually use my audio interface and a DAW and, like, record stuff. I've only done, like, a few recordings and whatnot, but I've been trying to do, like, covers. The thing is, I, like, play by ear, usually, so it takes me a long time to learn a song. Like, I don't really have much theory knowledge, but I, I think I'm pretty decent at playing by ear. I can understand that. I tried to pick up a uh, keyboard and I was like, man, I really don't want to learn how to read music. I just want to play. Yeah. Oh, it's what like about tabs? Genres, it's like essentially. Yeah, I do. I do know tabs. Obviously, you know, I like to play Rocksmith, which is essentially just like scrolling electric tabs. tabs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like Guitar Hero, but tabs. And the thing is, I don't want to rely on them too much. I think it's actually good to like build up your ear because if you're like say jamming with random people you know you're not gonna have tabs or a chord sheet or maybe you will but generally you won't so it's good to learn how to like play off chords and stuff like that and chord tones or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> but yeah i love uh bass and guitar Feel you on that. That's still pretty cool, though. Like that you have you picked this up before pandemic or after? Uh, before I've been playing for like a long time. I think since like 2011 mm. or 10. So around yep. the same time, Kon did come out. Because I actually, thanks to my dad, we've had a lot of like instruments just sitting around. So there's just a bass. No one played. There's a bunch of guitars. Like, there is keyboards, too. Like, there's a lot of instruments I could just sit here and try to learn, but I chose the bass. Yeah, I was going to say, there were, I, there's not been any time that, like, you know, since I've known Rex, that he hasn't played, so. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that about you. But I think, uh, like, uh... I didn't interact with most of you guys outside of Combo Breaker. True, true. Like, and we haven't spoken since like comic breaker 2018 i don't <laughs> think i saw you at 19 i was there for a was bit like a few hours no we didn't go to 19 19 was oh yeah you guys didn't go okay were we there were we there for 19 oh no 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 i think you were Weren't we you were there BB for 19 Tech? yes auntie oh okay top you almost got, yeah yeah or were you a top eight auntie uh no i got ninth Oh, you yeah, know what? Yeah. yeah, so we did go because base yeah. was with us. Yeah, I yeah, I yeah. got to see you uh, fight Koji. Yeah, yeah, Koji? I lost yeah. to I lost to base and Koji. 
Uh, Koji. Yeah, man. And that Koji match was really close. I was I was a little tight. I had a drop. <laughs> I, I definitely got to beat him. So I can imagine how you probably felt. Yeah, 40k. <laughs> it's all right. Game game over. It's not over true, yet. True true game coming out soon. <laughs> soon. This week. Dude, so ready. <laughs> I'm sure we're I'm sure we're talking about that later though. Uh we oh, can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we can. Um so I mean Rex, what else have you been up to? What have you been up to this week? Um I said just playing like trying to get good at Valorant and playing Apex as usual. Um actually did play Guilty Gear again with my buddy Default. Shout outs to him. It's one of the old FGC OGs. Um yeah, I occasionally play Strive. I I wasn't like the biggest fan of that game, but it is fun to just play it now and then. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Definitely fun to just like every now and then boot it up. The game is pretty simple, so like you usually don't have to worry about falling out of practice too bad. Yeah, and but, I already play yeah. like the most simple characters ever. Who you play? May and Kai in that game. So. <laughs> no need to worry about not remembering anything. You just gotta play footsies. Well, with Kai, you gotta play footsies. With May, you yep. just swing. Swinging. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, really. That's that's it. Okay. Not the most exciting, but hey, it's okay. Um, so, Auntie, you want to take it away? Or you want me? Yeah, I oh, I can go. It's fine. Okay. Um, so in the break, I'm trying to think of like kind of where where stuff left off and stuff I haven't or have already talked about, but I know one of the big things. Um, I finally got to see uh, No Way Home. Oh yeah, How yeah. What'd you think? So, Wait, Rex, did you see it? Oh, actually, I haven't. Do you care if we talk a little? We don't have no, to. It's fine. Well. Like you can talk about spoiler stuff or anything. I'm not. I don't really care that much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not gonna do huge, huge spoilers. Um. I mean, that's one of the big things for myself that I was trying to make sure that I I didn't hit spoilers. There's a lot of stuff that, I, if you don't know about it by now, I literally don't know how it's impossible. Um. But. How I felt about it overall was, um, like, it was okay. I I feel like I didn't love it. Um, I think one of the the big things is that due to the nature of what the movie was, and yeah, obviously the the primary plot of the of the movie. I just had this kind of this this weird feeling the whole time of this like of the mashup of acting styles. <laughs> it, it didn't feel cohesive. Uh, how so? Like because just the way that the characters themselves, like yeah, because uh, it, you know, big multiverse elements and stuff like that happening with the movie. Mm-hmm. So. 
these actors, they're used to playing their characters in a certain way. Yeah. And like, they're still doing that, but they're trying to like, whoever is directing is, is trying to mold it more towards how, you know, the Marvel cinematic universe has been, which is very different from what they were in. Um, so it just like I don't know, it's just like this weird feeling where basically the levels of acting were just like very, very different from like one character to another. <laughs> like Jamie Foxx can't act. <laughs> like <laughs> and like that's yeah, that's whatever. Like he couldn't act in the movie he was in either, but they had to, you know, pull him into this one. Um, so it's like I don't it's just weird. Like there's just these weird like disconnects where it was just like, man, this is like not great. But a lot of the normal stuff was was there that that still felt really good. Um Green Goblin, right? I was gonna say I feel like Willem Dafoe <laughs> fucking killed it. Like yeah. <laughs> man, so good. Um, but Willem Dafoe's a godlike actor, so like what are you what do you expect? You know what I mean? So it's like yeah, it's just these these weird disconnects and these weird cohesive things. It's just like it, it just all felt off sometimes but it was good enough i like you know i like what it was and what it did and the implications that uh it sets up um the the post credit scene was very interesting uh, I, remind me the post credit scene um so again like... trying trying to avoid like big spoilers but one of the other sony movie characters was oh yeah 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 that that i remember right yeah, yeah so like i don't know like i was like wait a minute like so this sets up basically a, a different version of this character in the mcu instead of that character interacting with the mcu directly and i don't know how i felt about that i was kind of hoping that it was just that that version of the character that was going to be interacting with him to see you but then they get sent back without ever even doing the interacting but set up for the future so they get sent back which means that sony universe is never going to meet the marvel one exactly <laughs> and that was and now that that makes me a little bit sad because i just wanted that version of the character to be the marvel version um but instead instead we're going to be setting up another one i mean i do like that version yes i do a lot so that's why i was hoping because the original one fucking suck oh toe for grace yeah (laughs) yeah oh i mean look look (laughs) i meant it was terrible all right yeah 100 percent. so that was that's one of the biggest things that ended up happening with me though is just finally getting to see that it's been it's been a long time coming um I I know you were waiting to see that. You were going to see the other movies before you saw that. So, did you see Eternals? I did see Eternals. How did you feel about that? Um, it wasn't bad. Like, I I didn't mind it. Um, it it wasn't like the best thing ever. It was it was very middle of the road, like, yeah, MCU movie. Yeah. Um. I feel like I didn't dislike it as much as probably a lot of people considering some of the takes I've heard on it. Me too. I So I thought the same thing. I didn't think it was like amazing. I just thought it was a movie. Um, 
hella long. <laughs> the movie was hella long. And I felt it probably would have lent itself better to a TV show, to be honest. Yeah, so that's kind of that's actually kind of the feeling that I had as well while watching it, is it almost felt like an existing like streaming series mm-hmm. like mashed into a movie because it had very weird like cuts and jumps that almost felt like it was like different episodes. Yes. Um. So maybe they should have done something like that, but because there's too many characters for that movie where like they were trying to give everybody a chance to like get some death. Yeah. It just lent itself better to a TV show. Yeah. Now I think I think they did a pretty good job at accomplishing that uh, with having that many characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they actually did do a pretty good job of making sure that we got a little bit of time. Um, and like a lo- a lot of the characters, I did like really like the way that they kind of interacted. Uh, yeah. I also I also felt like the the powers showcase was pretty decent for a lot of characters that were kind of samey. Mm-hmm. Um, their their way of uh their way of like what's the word i guess uh separating them from each other and making them unique i I thought was pretty good yeah i agree with that it was definitely good um but yeah i I don't remember what's next i guess it's dr strange yes okay i mean and that looks kind of ridiculous that's gonna be hype. Yeah, it definitely looks it definitely looks really good. Um, We're getting I, Moon Knight first. That's the show oh, I that's think. right. Is that at the end of this month? Didn't they just kind of like yeah. surprise drop that? Like, all right, it's like almost here. <laughs> yeah, that is the end of this month, I believe. Yeah, all right that that should be fun. Um, I like Oscar Isaac. I think he's a good actor. Um, Moon Knight's a cool character. I will say one of the things that. I'm getting a little tired of, which I don't particularly think Moon Knight will end up helping, but we'll see. So I started watching the Peacemaker uh, show. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, I just really wasn't feeling it, despite the fact that I actually really liked that character and like John Cena as that character yeah. uh, in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I just really wasn't feeling the show. So I think... I... Go ahead. Go ahead. You go. I was just saying, I think it's really just down to the fact that I think I'm just like, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not really interested or enjoying like the kind of like, like, uh, like dark, raunchy, like hero stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's been happening like often recently. And it's, I think that actually might be one of the reasons why, especially recently, um, I enjoyed Hawkeye as much as I did as a series because it was just so much more like lighthearted and like almost back to kind of like standard hero affair that we've like almost come full circle where that is like refreshing again. Mm, I can see that. Yeah, um, I I haven't brought it up, I don't think, but I also saw the first episode of Peace uh maker and i was like i don't know i just was not feeling it yeah so i mean like i said i think eventually i'll be able to go and watch it when i'm not feeling so overloaded by that style of like superhero thing where like they have to go essentially 
almost out of their way to make it like like dark or adult themed, basically, instead of just being a superhero thing. Um, but just yeah, so watching it, I just wasn't really feeling it. So and like, I think the um the Batman is gonna fall sort of into that category, but I think will still be a far more enjoyable watch. Haven't gotten to see it yet, but I I do really want to. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I just don't like Batman overall. Like, like the character not... of Batman? I don't like any DC stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's generally fair. I think Batman is honestly the exception for me. Like, just he's got such a good rogues gallery. Like, the idea of no superpower, you know, superhero fighting a bunch of crazy people is always pretty fun. So. That was my favorite part of Peacemaker, where John Cena argued that Batman's a pussy. <laughs> or wait, was he saying Aquaman? Oh, that's what it was. Aquaman fucks fish. Yeah. But yeah. Um, what else? What you been up to? So then, other than that, um, you know, just been doing work stuff every week, which is is whatever i don't think anything really fun has happened work wise or like interesting it's just been pretty pretty standard um playing good bit of 14 in my downtime been mashing you know some cf every now and then yeah uh, oh wait rex you play cf yep actually uh recently played with anti I don't remember the last time we played, but, but yeah, I play S in that game. I fun game, fun game. Yeah, I feel bad because I want to play it with you guys. Yeah, gotta get PC. Hey, I, I mean soon, soon TM right? You got your Steam Deck. I pre-ordered it. Yeah, yeah. So let's go. Soon, soon TM, and uh, I think I I do believe uh, CF was on that list of like confirmed compatible games that like maintain like 60 fps and all that kind of stuff so i would hope so that yeah <laughs> it should work yeah <laughs> well i think a lot of it's more down to the fact that like it, it's not about i i don't really think how intensive the game is to run but how mm-hmm. the game interacts with the custom operating system of yeah and uh, the steam deck and how Proton, the uh, what's that linux yeah it's like how it works with linux and proton and stuff like that right right so even if it's an old game like honestly in some cases an old game could be worse because it's not going to interact well with all this new stuff where the new games can kind of be designed with that in mind but yeah uh, as far as i'm as far as i'm remembering i do believe that uh that cf was on there you mean like technically strive wasn't on the compatibility list, but Shinny says it does work. There's just like codec issues, and you know, codecs only apply to like video cutscenes, so I don't know when that would even be a thing. Maybe when like the bird is flying in the loading screen. Mm. Do you think they ha- do you think this have any kind of impact on like cinematic supers or the dust like cinematic or anything like that? Yeah, I wouldn't think so because they're all like rendered in game, right. So, 
I'm not sure. He didn't really clarify, but okay. I think that game should be fine because of that. I'm trying to remember. I think Persona was on there. I will hope so. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if it is, I will double dip. I uh, I am not double dipping. I have triple dipped on the CF, so I don't mind. Right, I mean, oh, I've God. well, <laughs> I mean, I've I've owned every Persona thing possible in the past, and that was back in a day when you had to import fighting games if you wanted to play them. I know on, that's, on time. That's what I mean. I triple dipped on CF. Yeah, I have the Japanese collector's version of P4U and P4U two. So yeah, I definitely double dipped on P4U two. Uh, the and Japanese then, version. Yep. Yeah. And then so I re- rebought, <laughs> rebought the uh, collector's edition of the American ones when they came out. Chill. Um, I think that's mostly it for my week. Um, I guess kind of over in like anime manga land. Um, like JJK continues to be fire. Oh shit! Uh, I didn't read it this week. It's, it's great this week. Oh, it's a brick this but week. We, we haven't talked about it in two weeks, so the yeah. last two chapters have still been good. They have. Um, man, I love the fact that JJK at this point essentially has three fucking protagonists, and they can <laughs> all carry their own arc without any issue whatsoever because they're that cool. Yo, good. Like, damn. I I do think I do think that sooner than later we're gonna get Toto as well. Oh, uh, he should be. <laughs> like, I think he's basically just going to end up being fourth pro tag, like straight up, because they're eventually going to have to go through the. Uh, what is it like the the night of a thousand demons or whatever? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, tell his story and give him all that crazy backdrops and like just put him back in the spotlight, probably with with the other three that we have right now. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. He's definitely that level of character. But yeah. yeah, series is good. Um, uh, One Piece dropped a bomb this week. Like, uh, I've I've seen people tweeting about One Piece that I don't ever really see tweeting about One Piece. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a it was a really good chapter this week. Um, and unfortunately, it is on break next week. So yeah, we all have to wait. <laughs> that is sucks. Yeah, nothing worse than when they drop the bomb chapter and then go away, <laughs> dude. I mean, like the thing is, like this isn't this isn't out of the ordinary for Oda. He always does three weeks on, one week off. Basically, mm-hmm. that's just his schedule. So it just so happened that this was the off week, which I'm sure he did plan for to some extent. But yes, it sucks. I am. Um, I I want more. One piece, it's so good. Um, but that's yeah, that's what's happening there. It's been very good. Um, and then I am on like chapter six hundred and ten or something of Bleach reread. Almost done. Almost done. Did you read the one shot by yourself? No. Okay. I'm waiting until I finish rereading because there's a lot of stuff that I didn't see. Um, I am past 
anything that I've read previously. So every everything that I've been reading currently has all been brand new to me for for a little bit still. Um, so I'm waiting until I finish before I read the one shot. So you're at a point probably where like I have never been. Oh yeah, you just you just dropped it. I just dropped it, and I was like, I'll just come back to the last chapter. Okay. Uh, I will watch the anime when that finally comes up. I, I there are definitely certain parts of this that I will watch. Yeah, just to just to see the fights. Yeah, I think I will tolerate it a lot more as the anime. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. It's been, like we've talked about it before, but that's been Bleach's selling point for a while. It's just yeah. Bonkai Go Burr. <laughs> so, which is okay. It does its job. That's right. what it's supposed to do. He knows what he came for. He's not trying to like pass the story off as deep, right? And then, uh, other than that, um, started watching the. Like, I think I think the season is now over, but whatever the, the the new or current season of of Demon Slayer, it is over. I heard. Yep. God, I dude. have not started it yet. Show is such a slop. <laughs> it's so fucking boring. <laughs> Damn. Like, I it makes me tight that something so boring gets such like an animation budget. And know, like right? incredible production. Yeah. Incredible it it really it really does suck. Like they should have just did that to something else. I know. It's <laughs> um like just that more fate roots or shit. Like, why? Like why why demon slayer it's so mid it's so mid but it is what it is i'll i'll slog through eventually uh, how many how many seasons are left is this the last season i don't know, I don't know. is it shonen so i don't think uh, most yeah. the manga's over the manga's been over the manga's over but i'm just going off a shonen rules how many hashi more uh, i forget uh, how many hashiras yeah, how many are there? Because how many are supposed to die? Is the uh, question. One, it's one for every element. Like, there's sub elements. Um, I think it's like I think it was like seven. Okay, but I don't think I don't think they're going through that many seasons. They honestly, won't. I don't think so. Because as as far as I'm aware, it is faithful to the manga. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't think they're they're going ham on filler or anything, especially considering like. How long the gaps are in between each like season of thing. Um, so like, I, I I definitely don't think uh, I definitely don't think they're going to be throwing like crazy amounts of filler in anywhere. I think they're just going to be adapting the manga as close to as close to one to one basically as they are, and then just call it a day once it's done. Maybe yeah. make a spin-off, like an anime only spin-off or something, just to shill <laughs> and uh, milk it. I hope not. Please. Rex, do you watch it? Demon Slayer? Yeah, I actually have watched uh, all of the new season. <clears throat> How Excuse do me. you feel about it? Um, I actually think it's okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I don't know if you know, I generally don't really keep up with shonen stuff i don't and either this was the one that like got me to for whatever reason maybe because it was done by uh ufotable originally so i was like that's why right. i watched this and then i kept watching and so that's the thing is season. like 
it looks nice and mm-hmm. honestly like the fights of every like end arc is hype it's just everything else yeah the rest of the way everything is presented is not as good like the fights are always good depending sometimes uh i really like uh i forget his name we talked about him before uh Sinden or whatever the lightning dude but he's just an awful character <laughs> oh he's garbage yeah <laughs> But his ability is really cool. Right. And very pretty to animate. And even though it's technically the same thing over and over, <laughs> you can do different things with it animation wise. Um, and like, I loved like, uh, I love Rangoku's fight. Like, it was really hype. Uh, yeah. Just, I don't like, I was like, man, like I could have cut like 90 minutes out of this movie and it would have <laughs> been better. Like, <laughs> The worst part when I was watching it was like that part was at the end. Right. I was already like dead tired from watching that movie because it was on for so long. Like, I think I might have fell asleep through part of that fight. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, Rex. Like, actually, I'm wrong. I do watch a lot of Shonen. Uh-huh. But like, so the best comparison is uh, I think this. No, Demon Slayer came before JJK. But I watched them very at very similar times. I think I even did JJK first and then Demon Slayer. And like the difference between the two is like after I finished JJK, I was like, yo, I have to read this. It's so good. Right. And then after I finished Demon Slayer, I was just like, uh, I'm OK. I'll just. Right. I had the exact opposite reaction after like watching after watching Demon Slayer. I was literally like this. I will never read this. I will just watch it. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> But yeah, I completely agree with JJK. I was like, God damn, like, this is so good. Yeah, I feel like I should give uh, Jujutsu Kaisen a shot because I do like MAPPA a lot. I did watch the first episode, but uh, just to like, you know, watch the new thing from like uh, the season, like watch right uh, all the new anime. Mm-hmm. Like I, I watched that, but for some yeah. reason I didn't stick with it. But I think I should give it a shot. I, I can't. I can't recommend it enough. It's yeah. it's so good. Like e- e- whether it's a shonen or not, like that just that just doesn't matter. Like it, it Akatami is so consistent. Like he just he's just making such a good world. How far did you get into the show? Uh, me? Yeah. I only watched like first or second, I think. First or second episode. Yeah, so you, you didn't or, even get past, yeah. like, table setting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, so, yeah, there's, there's a lot more to it than, yes. than that. Um, But yeah, it's the same idea. It's like, like, JoJo's is essentially a shonen, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it, but it's very, very different than... Than a lot of shonen, and honestly, JoJo's is like the closest thing that I can compare JJK to, especially recently. Yeah, well, that's a good sell, right? Honestly. Yeah, I yeah. love JoJo's. Right, it's it's very similar. Like, especially recently, JJK recently, has like yeah. a lot of similarities to JoJo. Recently, has been like almost stand fight. Damn. Right, which who knows if that's going to continue, or if this is just what he's kind of working with for this arc, where the 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 way the the powers are manifesting themselves is just in this style. 
Uh, but yeah, so. I think I think that's mostly it for my week. Um, just finally got to do some catch up on stuff, and then uh, you know, been doing work, FF fourteen, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, FF fourteen. Yeah. I we can talk about it like, or we can just I'll just talk about it now so I remember because I don't think I wrote anything down. Okay. Uh, do you see the love letter or live letter? I'm sorry. The most recent one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on it? Uh, on in what aspect? <laughs> There's a lot. And he is never going to quit this game. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, basically, they've mentioned that they more or less have the next 10 years planned out. And um, looking at something like Final Fantasy XI, as an example, which was the previous Final Fantasy MMO, uh, it still gets content to this day, despite the fact that it has a very niche player base. Um, like, I, I expect fourteen to be a very, very similar situation, right? Major, major updates, major support, lots of money and funding and budget for you know the next 10 years, at least, uh, has already been guaranteed by UCP. Um, And then anything beyond that, I, I still foresee them dropping little little bits of content um, well into whatever the next Square Enix MMO's lifestyle or uh, life cycle is. Uh, which is good. It's good to hear the game is very good. So it's nice to know that, you know, for all the people that are just getting into it recently, despite the game being out for almost 10 years already, that it's got another 10 years in the tank minimum that you're going to be able to play and enjoy as current content. Um, and I have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about your investment not meaning anything. It's, you know, you've got a 10 year lifespan coming up minimum, and then I would venture plenty of support even afterwards. If you just look at Final Fantasy 11 as the example. So. Good, it's a good feeling. Yeah, uh, it's hype to hear that stuff like that. So, I mean, as someone who potentially wants to get into the game, it's good to hear like it will be supported is. Pretty much, they have a game plan, right? Yeah, and and they've they've shown consistency in execution of their plan. That I don't think there's any there. There's no real grounds to stand on to be worried. I don't foresee at any point this game having some kind of massive quality dip or something. It's just not going to happen. Nah. Hey, I so. heard they're getting rid of the technical debt with each version as the consoles get phased out. Like, um, because the original Final Fantasy fourteen was on PS3, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they're constantly upgrading, like, constant issues. Like, I heard about the Chocobo thing. I think you even told me about it as well. Where originally, like, your Chocobo counted as a party member, so that's why you couldn't have your Chocobo and queue up for stuff. Oh, yeah, like, weird system and tactical limitations, especially yeah. because they were very early implementers of crossplay. Yeah. So, you know, nobody was doing PS3 PC crossplay back then. Um, but this game had to. Um, but yeah, uh they finally phased PS3 out just last expansion. So, you know, only Shadowbringers forward has been created without having to cater to the PS3. Mm-hmm. 
And Yoshi P has said that the PS4 will probably get phased out around um, 8 or 9.0, which we're only in 6 right now. So there is probably two whole expansions after um, Endwalker. So you got the entirety of Endwalker still, and then two expansions after Endwalker. Uh, where the PS4 will probably still be supported before having to go to a PS5. Yeah, it's hype. I'm hype for it. Yeah, always good to see uh, good dev support. Um. So, I mean, other than that, anything else? Uh, no, I'm oh, good. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, all right. So I will take it away. I'll cover. So when the honeymoon this week, but before the honeymoon, I made sure I finished Mass Effect three. So Rex, have you ever played Mass Effect? Got them priorities straight. Only two and three, though. Not one for whatever reason. I just never got around to it. But don't worry. You're not missing anything. One. Yeah. Missing I sh- yeah. <laughs> OK. You know. <laughs> The story is good. Too. The story is pretty decent in one. It's okay. It's not good. It's decent. But I think it's better than three. But gameplay wise, you're not missing anything. <laughs> um so yeah, I finished three. So I told you I got the <laughs> I got to the end part where you have to make your decision, like which ending I guess you're gonna choose. And I was like, I still have this gun in my hand. Let me just see if I can shoot the kid. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently you can't shoot the kid. And that's an ending. I was like, what the fuck? So before that version, like before that ending saved, I quickly exited out the game and loaded it back up so I can choose. Um, those endings still were like, I was not clear on what the endings were doing. So what color did you pick? I chose red because oh I thought red would be like, I'm going to choose every I'm going to be, you know, part of the synthesis or whatever, become like a god pretty much. Cause throughout the game, Red is synonymous with uh Renegade. So right. I was like, that should be the right choice. <laughs> Apparently Red is the destroy ending. Correct. I was like, well, I didn't want this. What is whatever? <laughs> um yeah. so they still classify it as like the bad ending or like the renegade ending. What? Because by, I guess, like destroying the, like the entirety of the Reapers or whatever, it ends up having some other like negative consequence. So from what I understand, it, I don't know, it sounds like the Reapers will still just come back in time, like some other time, and you destroy Mass Release, that which have to be rebuilt. Right, so like you, you basically limited them for the threat of like your current generation, but you're just like, don't you don't care about the future, basically. <laughs> so becoming a god is good. <laughs> so, from what I remember, the blue ending is essentially almost like. A Persona 3 style ending. Yes. Where like Shepard sacrifices himself to like 
basically contain the Reapers. So instead of destroying them and having them come back in the future, this existing set of them is just like infinitely stasis. So they don't destroy the universe. They don't get recreated in the future to, to do more of their thing. Um, you're just basically sacrificing, you know, your life to hold them in place. And then the green ending, which was like the weird middle yes. ground come out of nowhere, which just like fused directly into their like hive mind and then turn them good or whatever. Uh, I really think that would probably wouldn't have, I think I, so I watched all the endings cause I wasn't going to go back and play that game. Yeah. But, uh, I feel like that was probably the like most inappropriate or just not a good one. I don't know what the green one, the green one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it came out of nowhere. Like <laughs> yeah. that was never presented as an option. Yes. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was just like, all right, well, because we just can't have red or red or blue. Here's also green. Yeah, I, I nah, I didn't like that one. Um, I like the idea of sacrificing Shepard for like doing something. I mean, even in the red ending, you technically, if you have your complete military strength, you don't lose Shepard completely. But I don't know. The other, that green one just felt like too in the middle, like indecisive. <laughs> And then you can also just shoot the kid and everybody dies. Um, So now now we can do the Patrick meme. And we can say, what if we pick up all this time that we wasted on Mass Effect 3 Yeah, and move it over here and put it in front of Final Fantasy (laughs) XIV? I was thinking, Auntie, you're right, man. I think it's time to pick up Final Fantasy. Yes. Final Fantasy Origins, Strangers of Paradise. I mean, that's fine, too, but four, <laughs> 14 afterwards. Um, I actually played the demo of that game. Have you played the demo of that? Is that the Zuken? No. Okay. Uh, the game's very ugly. <laughs> it plays good, but it's just ugly to look at. Now, is that... Do you think that's oh, like... A, <laughs> do you think that's like a PS4 compromise-like type of thing, where it could look better on... So like PC you, or when you put up the PS4 version, actually, no, it's on the PS5 version as well. They have two options, performance or uh, appearance or visualization or something like that. So performance just looks awful. Like the LED scene is bad. All the light. So all the dark colors look decent, but all the light mm. colors look really bad, which is bad for Final Fantasy game, considering like crystals and light and yada yada. Yeah, a lot of the game, like from the beginning stages I was showing, like a lot of it is pretty white and just hurts. Right. So then I went and looked it up, and like the PS5 version is also ugly looking. Hmm. So I guess the way to play it would be PC, but from what I hear, the Neo ports of PC weren't good. When they I was going to say, yeah, from what I hear, the PS the, the yeah, PC one. port is not good. So It's a Koei Tecmo PC port, and two, <laughs> it's also exclusive to Epic Games, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh yeah, so I'm definitely not playing this game. Okay, nail in the coffin. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they'll fix it later on, but it is. Oof, it's very rough to like look at. Um, but it's a very fun game to play. Reminds me at times of like 
DMC five or four. We're just playing Dante and like style switching in between combos. It has that kind of system. Uh, that and the chaos stuff is just good. Um, but yeah, so played that. It actually comes out this week, so I was gonna like if the demo was good, I would get it. But like I said, it just hurts so much to look at. I'll just wait a little bit, see if they fix it. Uh, also because Persona comes out this week, so <laughs> I'll just get that. Um, so we went on the honeymoon as well to Puerto Rico. Uh, this past week as well, which was pretty cool. Um, I was gonna say. So Puerto Rico, do y'all know is part of the U.S. territories? Um, and just like the U.S. territories, it has a lot of infrastructure problems as well. Uh, a lot of like potholes and roads. Uh, the island's still struggling from stuff with uh, Hurricane Maria, which sucks because like I feel like we should be like. There should be more aid for Puerto Rico for that stuff, but it there wasn't. So, I mean, part of the trip was good. There was at least two times in the trip where we ran into issues like town just didn't have water. It's like, what do you mean? Oh, it just happens in Puerto Rico. Like, they just lose water for unknowns amount of time. Um, Like, one of the days we were out, like, the restaurants all didn't have hot water, so... They can only make certain things. Like, one of our dinners was literally just fr fried cheese and french fries. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, it was wild. We had an Airbnb. Because, like, we bounced around a lot between different islands. Like, um, there's a main island. There was a separate island, Vieques, where, where you had to take a ferry to get to. So... We did the VA case part. Um, so the first part, we stayed in Old San Juan, which was cool. It's a historical town of, like, um, Puerto Rico. We went to VA case. Ferry fucking sucked. I had, like, so such bad uh, motion sickness from that. <laughs> but we got there. Uh, it's like every single part of the trip, there was always something that fucked us along the way. So in VA case, we rented a golf cart because, like, in the main Puerto Rico island, we rented a car to drive around because you can get cross island in three hours. So it's actually recommended. Um, in Vieques, uh, they don't really have cars to rent there. So you rent a golf cart. So this guy gives us a golf cart and it's like, well, it has a quarter of a tank of gas. And he instead of saying like, you know, I guess they don't fill the gas tanks up themselves when they return them. Um. He just tells us, like, when the tank is full, it gets three or four days of gas. So we had this quarter tank of gas, and we're like, oh, we have tons of time. Like, if it's three to four days on a full tank, with this quarter tank, we should be okay. It was not wrong. <laughs> it was not long. We literally got to where we were staying, and we were about to take the golf cart somewhere else, and it just died in the middle of the road. Like, no gas at all. And it sucked even more, because there's, like, wild horses in VAK. So, like, these horses just keep approaching us as we're just chilling, waiting for them to fill our gas up. They didn't tell us that gas also is only on one part of the island, and sometimes the gas station closes after 5 o'clock. 
So that shit sucked, but we did get to see something cool. We did the bioluminescence bay over there where we took Kaya out and got to see like these organisms in the water that glow in the dark pretty much. It was cool. Uh, and then the last part of our trip, we had an Airbnb that was like right near the beach. But the literally the day of, they told us that like they would have us canceled because they ran out of water and they don't have any way to like clean the room or anything like that. They would literally have to go to the store and buy gallons of water to clean. So we had to like find another place at last minute notice. We finally did. And but otherwise the rest of the trip was cool. Uh lots of mojitos. Apparently rum is very like the number one thing in Puerto Rico. So a lot of rum stuff. They also had lots of plantain stuff. Yeah, I love plantains, guys. Like green plantains are so good. Yeah. Um, but fungo is pretty good. Uh it's a plantain dish where it's like fried plantains and they mash up together and they serve it with a meat. It's so good. Hmm. That uh, sounds super good. Yeah. Got some cojito, which is pretty good. Uh, you know nice. what that is, right, Auntie? Yeah. Yeah, because you used to make I love, it. I love cojito. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was cool. Uh, I will go there again for sure. It just sucks about like the infrastructure problems. Right. But yeah, other than that, it's nothing else. Just got back Friday, so I've just been chilling since then. Uh, but yeah. So, on that, we'll just touch on some stuff real quick. So, we haven't talked in about two weeks. Uh, you guys hear about that portal, that Persona for rollback announcement, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. So, very. in the summer, we're getting it. Yep. Very, very cool. Very happy to have it. I was always of the crowd where I was getting this game regardless because even without rollback, I just wanted the ability to play this game again without having to, um, you know, not having to dig out old hardware. Yeah. Because the only way to play this game was on a system that I don't have hooked up. I don't even really have a PS4 hooked up anymore. Like, you know, let alone a PS3. So. I really just wanted the game to be able to have the luxury of just booting it up on my PC and play one of my favorite games of all time again. So, yeah, I was buying it regardless, but it's nice that it's getting rollbacks and then, yeah, we're getting the best online experience as well. Yeah. The only thing is, are we going to get the monkey's fall? Is it going to be bad rollback? Um, I look, honestly, I don't foresee how um with it being you know a sprite based fighter very similar engine to how cf operates like cp and cf back in the day mm -hmm. like i'd assume that it's probably arxis handling it yeah i think they did say they got help from arxis right okay. all right that's good to know <laughs> yeah yeah as far as i'm aware i don't really see how they could mess it up like okay it, and the PC version doesn't have lobbies, which don't let people <laughs> tell you otherwise. This is only a benefit. It is. I, I have fucking hated those lobbies since the day they got implemented, dude. Like, 
I think P4U2 was the first one to do them, or maybe CP was. I can't really remember. CP. But either way, I have hated those since the day they got at it. They are absolutely terrible. Like, I love menus for fighting games. Just give me a fucking menu. But don't you love RPing in the lobby? No. Come on. No. <laughs> no. And I just want a menu to create my room, invite my friend, and play my matches. Like, the lobby infrastructure is a waste of resources. It's a waste of budget. Like the the Persona Two netplay, like P4U2's netplay back on PS3, was one of the worst delay based netcodes of all fighters. Like it's 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 up there with like KOF 13 and how bad it is. Like, and the cited reason for its bad netcode was the lobbies. So everybody was like super tight about that when it first happened because P4U's netcode was one of the best delay-based netcodes ever. It was really good. And everyone was like, how did it get so much worse, basically, going from, you know, one to two? And the cited reason was the lobby system was essentially holding it back. So it feels really good to know that I mean, A, we're getting rollback regardless, so it doesn't particularly matter. But B, on the PC version, like not having to deal with the logistics of this lobby, I foresee the port functioning probably fine. Like the player rooms are probably just going to feel how like plus R player rooms feel like. Like you just you make a room, you invite people through Steam, which is super easy to do. Yeah. So that's like really great. Um, and they just play. You don't have to deal with any of this other shit. Which is fine with me. Like I, I, was, I wish Switch was the only version that had the lobby. To be honest, Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you just wishing people that would use wishing the that on them. <laughs> I mean, like the Switch doesn't have it though. It doesn't. No. Only PS4. Only PS4. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's okay. Uh, it still will be okay. We'll just have to deal with our peers. As long <laughs> as there's Adachi our peers, it'll be all good. <laughs> oh man, I am. Um, uh, I am very excited though for like for Sona to be back and for me to have a much better grasp of fighting games and myself as a player. Um, this time around, because I was still very early in my fighting game career with Persona, right? Me and too. made the mistake of meaning Adachi, who is not my playstyle at all. But I forced it to work generally with you know some relative success. Uh, Adachi's a strong character, so you go through is what you're saying. I mean, I'm I'm the so the plan was always to play Shadow Mitsuru in 2.0. But we never got it. Right? Yeah. So now, now we do. So, I am playing Shadow Mitsuru. Like, that that was always the plan. And I'm very excited <laughs> to be experiencing this game again in, in a more correct way for myself. 
I am I am going to be very happy the first person that I do IOH JB Shadow Rage into their dead. Yeah, let's go. I cannot wait. I also wonder how many people I'm going to just run at who are going to stand up with despite the fact I have no resources and can't IOH them, but they're scared. <laughs> like there's going to be an entire generation of tag players that have a primal fear of me through running at them and are just going to stand despite the fact that I cannot convert it. Yeah. And I'm just going to, and I'm just going to two way them and then kill them off of that. And it's going to be funny. There's also a good amount of tag players who will just DP anyway. It's true. And you get, you get <laughs> super fucked for DPing in this game too. So going to be good. Going to be good. Love this game. Me too. Are you as hyped for it as Street Fighter 6? I am not. <laughs> I do not care about Street Fighter. I do not care. Yeah, I can say the same, but I I actually am kind of excited to see a fighting game running on the RE engine. Because you know it's going to be on it based on like the preview very short preview we got. But I know a lot of FGC aren't a big fan of like the more realistic art style that they're moving yeah. towards. Yeah, I I mean, can we even call it that though? Ryu just looks like Chris now. He looks like a fucking boulder. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is the problem, is I don't think anybody has an issue with realism or trying to move towards more lifelike graphics, but, like, trying to get this weird half measure yeah, where yeah. you still have stylization like your previous games where their feet are going to be three times the size of their heads so you can see kicks clearly, and then it's also like photorealistic graphically with these giant feet and huge muscles is going to look <laughs> terrible. That preview looked like shit. I, I yeah, <laughs> I, agree. It, I think they did it a good like middle ground with like DMC five. Right, but DMC five didn't have to give them like feet the size yeah. of cars because you're not your opponents aren't people, right? They don't have to be able to see what your yeah, buttons true. look like. Like, I, generally speaking, I actually like the way Street Fighter V looks. I think it looks fine. I I think it looks better than Street Fighter Four Because Street Fighter Four was kind of what we were just talking about, where they were leaning more into the realistic aspect of things, or trying to, uh, despite not having the graphical fidelity of the current generation to really do so. Um, I thought Street Fighter 4 was just a super ugly game. Super ugly. Yes, I agree. Um, 5, I think, looks good. It's very heavily stylized. Um, like, I think it looks good. I don't like the way that Street Fighter 6 looks at all. And I wish if they were going to try to move towards, like... A more more realistic looking fighter, or however, like they want to go in that direction, I, it should they should really just be aiming to try to look like Tekken. Honestly, Tekken looks very good. Like 
with realistic characters and realistic like graphics despite being absolutely freaking crazy like they still do wild ass shit despite the fact that they have these realistic looking engine right like yoshimitsu exists like hello <laughs> like i don't i don't get it i i really don't capcom has just been making super fucking stupid decisions um especially like with recent stuff like recent fighting games i should say Yeah, I I don't know. Catcom is Catcom. So the nice thing about it is uh Ono's gone. So maybe this game might be a little bit better. I mean, didn't they like recently just like super throw Wishige under the bus anyway? They, they did. Like <laughs> I don't like it doesn't matter really, I don't think. I don't think it matters who is there or who's the one that's making like the big decisions or whatever. Like mm-hmm. they're it doesn't matter. Like it's somebody, somebody is going to be at fault essentially. And nobody's ever going to say like, yes, like we're, we're just going to be good and make something worthwhile. Like they're just going to keep playing the blame game on why this didn't work out the way that they said it should or whatever. Cause Wishige is the one that created the battle system for five. Yeah. So like, now it's just his fault. Now that Ono, now that Ono's gone, now it's just his fault, basically. Well, from what I heard, it's probably Ono who um the reason it took so long for six to come out is because of Ono. Like this final season of uh Street Fighter Five DLC was not supposed to be from what I've heard. Oh weird. Yeah. It was more like they could not show what they had for six because of Ono and that's honestly when Ono, it was right before Ono disappeared. I mean, Ono disappeared right before that last batch of DLC. Mm. So they needed something to like get cash before going to the next version. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, look, I hope I hope it's decent. I had a lot of fun with Street Fighter V when it first came out. I, you know, I tend to play most fighting games and at least give them a chance. Um, like uh, with with six, I don't know if I will or not because we just don't know enough about it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't particularly wish failure on really any particular fighting game. It's just like I just also have no faith. Is basically where I'm at. I feel you on that. I do honestly wonder with with the shortcomings of five, I really just don't feel like street fighter has the power in name alone anymore for people to just be like, I'll ignore everything and just play it regardless. So I mean, I think, yeah, I feel you on that. I feel because of like what we've got with other games, like I street fighter five isn't, the main thing it used to be. Well, Street Fighter, I should say. Right. Like, I mean, actually, now, granted, I'd say that's more because the game's just been out for six years. I think people are just fed up with Street Fighter stuff overall. I feel like Tekken feels much bigger now. Uh, Shrive came with good Necos, so people are, like, hype for Shrive. Right. Hey, well, so that's what I'm kind of wondering is mostly just, like, 
when six comes out, if it's as bad as five was in terms of just launching as an incomplete game problems in the systems showing up super early um bad balance like all the issues that were that were in the beginning of five right if those all just happen again like i just i don't see people putting up with it for six years again like they did with five i don't think so man (laughs) uh it's really weird that like companies keep doing that as well because like that initial launch sometimes can just ruin your whole everything. <laughs> right. And I do think I do think people, especially recently, with how again, with how bad five has been, mm-hmm. it really forced people to branch out of their comfort zone and play something that wasn't a Capcom player for the first time in their fucking lives. And they suddenly realized that there are these really good games out there that they've just been writing off because they're dumb. And like now they have that, you know, that that horizon has opened up to them a little bit. Mm -hmm. So if six is truly not good and it's just a repeat of five's issues on launch, I I think a lot of them will go play these other games like SNK has finally started to catch on. A lot of people played and liked the new Sam show. A lot of people are playing and enjoying the new KOF, you know, Strive and CF. And tag to a good margin, pulled a lot of people into anime for the first time. So, like, there's a there's a lot of stuff out there that a that we've known about forever. Yes, but other people in the FGC just completely ignored its existence and just assumed it could never be worth playing. We shall see. Speaking of ignoring assistance and not playing, yo, Smash isn't coming back to Evo. Nope. No <laughs> Smash. No Smash. All right. Honestly, that's fine. Like, we're we're also kind of hitting that same exact point where, just like we were talking about Street Fighter Five, in a very similar vein. I think Smash, to an extent, is almost in a similar situation where it's like tons of people have problems with Ultimate systems, have problems with Ultimate's balance. Smash has forever and will forever have the worst netcode of any game in the fighting game genre that you want to play because it's Nintendo. Like, there is a lot of stuff going against Smash that just it 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 solely gets power or solely gets carried on name power alone, mm-hmm. basically. And like, especially now that ultimate is over, we got the last character, the last patch. This is the game. This is it. Like, I, I don't foresee it lasting. Like it's not going to have staying power like melee. So like we're we're starting to hit that same area where you don't hear about it anymore. Like the the biggest thing you've heard about Smash in the last 2 years was the sexual abuse controversy. God damn. Right? Yeah. Like 
it's it, it's on its way out and i frankly do not care <laughs> i'll wave as it goes by and i'll enjoy the better games um but i'm mostly for the like i'm mostly happy to honestly just separate from it more or less as much as possible like smash and just go be its own thing and that's fine Um, so do you feel like, so part of that, the reason being is Nintendo as well. Do you feel like Nintendo is also <laughs> ready for Smash to just go away? Um, I mean, due to especially all that recent stuff that happened, I would say, yeah, they would be fucking ecstatic if the competitive Smash community just up and disappeared overnight. <laughs> They'd be like, wow, solved solved one of our major problems for us. Thanks, guys. But I mean, yeah, they're the ones that are they're the ones that are definitely barring it from Evo for sure. Yes. Um, and they did partner with Panda Global for a Smash Circuit for this year. It has been six months since the announcement, and they haven't mentioned anything. So RIP Smash. It was fun while I lost it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it's a fun party game. <laughs> like, again, I, I've had plenty of fun playing it. I would still probably pick it up and mash it if people wanted to, because it can be fun to do. I don't care about it in any other extent. Damn. Uh yeah, I usually only played it with you, so it's like I didn't really care. And this is kind of a game that like competitively was DOA to me in my head because you can't play online. You can't. You have to buy a controller. I don't know. It was a big barrier entry in it for me. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly, like it. It is a pretty big barrier of entry as far as fighting games are concerned. Which is a little crazy because it has like one of the largest populations of any fighting game, player-wise. Yeah, that is true. But I think, again, that's more due to the naming power and the fact that it's just Nintendo. And you just have that in your house regardless, basically. It's just like who doesn't own a Switch. Yeah. Just, just like who didn't own a Wii. Like It's always been the case. When it's Nintendo, it's just there. It's a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like how your parents would tell you. <laughs> right. Your parents know what a Nintendo is. They don't know shit else. Uh, speaking of knowing shit else, uh, Rex, you play FPSs, right? Yep. How do you feel about No Call of Duty next year? Um, Honestly, not too big of a loss for me, because... <laughs> I hear really bad things about Vanguard. Definitely skip that. Uh, I didn't really like Black Ops, the most recent Black Ops, whatever the hell it was called, Cold War. Yeah. Like, yeah, one of my friends like randomly decided to gift it to me one day. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm forced to play this game. And it's not it's... really been the same since Modern Warfare. <laughs> and Modern Warfare was pretty good, yeah. actually. Yeah. But 
the implications of no Call of Duty next year are actually very interesting because I think it has mostly to do with the Activision buyout. Yeah. Because that whole process will not be complete until summer next year. So skipping out on Call of Duty next year, I think, is solely down to that and almost nothing else. Like, I will hope I would so. like for them to not have to make a new Call of Duty every year. I wish Microsoft could step in and be like, yo, you guys need to chill. But it does make them so much money. It does. I mean, yeah. One of the big things that they could do is they could focus on like more additional content, basically, where they could like launch the game and then in the follow up year. Have more content for that game they've already launched. Yeah, before having to make a new one, say, every two years, per se. Like, who knows? Like, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening to Activision Blizzard with the with the Microsoft buyout. Um, I also just have no investment regardless, though, in really Microsoft's gaming side of things like Xbox wise. Like, I obviously I play on PC. So like a lot of Microsoft stuff is is just intertwined there. Yes. Um yeah, but of course. I don't go out of my way to play things that would be considered essentially Microsoft exclusives. Like uh it's just not something I've ever really cared about. The the biggest thing that I would look forward to in this whole like Activision Blizzard getting bought by Microsoft thing. Is literally, I just want Guitar Hero back. And if it was officially on PC, that'd be fucking dope. (laughs) You would think they would bring it back. Uh, Microsoft. I like Guitar Hero controller. (laughs) Dude, I would love it. I would love for them to just bring it back, create a wired USB guitar controller that works on PC so we can play Clone Hero. And all the other like unofficial releases <laughs> that are on PC with like a good controller, and oh my god, like it would be so good. If that's all I want out of this. All I want out of this buyout is just Guitar Hero back with a USB controller that works on PC. I think Phil so Spencer sick. said he wants to bring it back i know i I know yeah it was one of those things that he mentioned like that was something he was looking at so i hope so i mean i could see why they would like the only downfall to actual call um whatchamacallit not call of duty downfall to guitar hero was like activision being activision right Making a new one every single year, DLC not carrying over, having to yeah. like rebuy songs you've already bought, like that kind of stuff. It was all just very yeah. predatory marketing. Yeah. 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 The harmonics did it right for Rock Band, and that was EA publishing it, I'm pretty sure. Like, right. they, they even had DLC carryover and whatnot for that game. <clears throat> That's why I stuck with that. It's like Rock Band's one of my most played series, probably. Yeah, that, I mean, I wish I actually would have got into Rock Band for that reason, because like it had the longevity of the Guitar Hero did. Yep. R.I.P. Guitar Hero. One day. Yeah. Uh, 
don't think I have anything else. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything else really that is on the horizon either. Um, for me, for what I'm looking for, like I said, I I wasn't particularly looking at playing uh, Final Fantasy Origins. So, like, especially now with all the new info, I'm definitely not and don't care. I mean, it plays good. It plays good. Yeah, but PC port. Yeah, PC port not gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, so not not doing it. Don't care. Like honestly, I've just hit that point where it's like, look, if your if your PC port sucks, I'm not playing it. And it's just <laughs> like time for time for companies to start branching out into a market that has sorely deserved more for like fifteen years at this point. Yeah. In terms of ports. It's really I mean, I think it's just I don't know. I don't know if it's like the Japanese developers slowly wising up to it or I don't know because right now it seems like the biggest player base overall is just PC anyway <laughs> like I don't know I, I think... mean we we mentioned this weeks and weeks back on the podcast once about kind of the demand of consoles and the player base between PC and console and how the uh how the Steam Deck was going to affect that. Mm-hmm. And like I I definitely foresee in the post Steam Deck world a lot more correct PC support. I agree. Almost yeah. solely because of the Steam Deck's existence. Definitely. I agree. Yo, I told you I pre-ordered it, but you know what I'm so hype about the Steam Deck? It actually handles how the fucking like Buying the console should be like just put me in a queue. I don't care. I know I'm getting a Steam Deck. Right. It's gonna come. Like PS5s and like what I had to go through watching like Twitter different hours of the day to try to get into Walmart or something like that to buy a PS5. That shit sucks so much. Did you ever get one? PS5? No. That's why I'm like, I'm just gonna get a Steam Deck or a PC. Yeah. One of my employees has been trying to get a PS5 for like two years. He still can't. Yeah. He has not been able to get one. Jesus. My friend just fucking bought it from a scalper, which sucks because, like, that's the reason scalpers exist. Like, just don't buy it. Right. Because people cave and pay. So there's precedent. Yeah, it sucks. Because yep. right now, even then, like, there's not that much on the PS5 anyway that's worth buying. And soon you'll be able to play Final Fantasy 14 on your Steam Deck. Exactly. Portable. So you don't even need the PS5 version. And honestly, one of the coolest things, like with with you playing the game on console, you'll already be used to the controller. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. I have to like essentially relearn a controller scheme for 14, which is fun. Again, the game very much supports controllers super well. Um, so that's not the issue in and of itself. But yeah, you'll you'll kind of be able to seamlessly jump right over to it, and that should be really really cool. Yeah, looking forward to it. Steam Deck is where is that? Uh, Rex, where can people find you at? Uh, Twitter at Kuso Rex. Uh, Discord. My Discord is also in my bio, I believe. And uh, Steam, Kuso Rex. Yeah. Do you stream at all? Uh, 
Sometimes, actually. I've been thinking about getting back into streaming. I remember playing with the idea of, like, trying to, like, make a song on stream. Like, one song every week. This actually seems, like, pretty hard to do. But I need to get a webcam. Make it a little more interesting. <laughs> but I, I've been wanting to do that. But I used to stream Rocksmith a lot. Mm-hmm. But once again, I don't have a webcam. A lot of the big Rocksmith streamers do like a green screen type of thing. Wouldn't there so, be just a huge issue with DMCA's anyway now? Trying to stream something like Rocksmith? Yeah, but I think there's ways to get around it. I think OBS has a way to where uh, it'll like inject some DMCA free audio into your VOD somehow. I don't know how they do it. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the stream would be fine. Just don't give but... a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, I didn't think about that too. And maybe I'll start streaming again. Yo, what's your stream? Drop it in. Oh. The... Uh, also, Kuso Rex, twitch.tv slash Kuso Rex. <laughs> hey, brand recognition. The same name on everything. <laughs> yep. Uh, Antti, where can people find you at? Uh, I will be on Twitter at AntiquariumZon. Um, I don't stream. Uh, you can catch me on Aether Data Center on Final Fantasy XIV. But, but yeah, mostly just stream Persona 4. Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> <clears throat> I will play Persona 4. Feel free to hit me up when it comes out. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, just get me on Twitter. At Antiquarians on, and then whatever we are doing, uh, you know, from there is is going to be the easiest way to get a hold of me. And I am top underscore dog underscore AJ on Twitter only. I retweet a lot. I don't tweet that much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rex, sign us out. Um. Well. Uh, I want to say uh, shout outs to uh, all the old FGC, Tian, uh, Chuns, Chex Guy. Without them, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have met you guys. It's true. It's and true. It's shout true. outs to Guilty Gear Exert because I wouldn't be, again, wouldn't be here without that game. That's what got me into this. I mean, um, technically, Street Fighter Five connected us all. Not really. Just. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's how I met Tian for sure, and and young FGC back in the day. Now old FGC, RIP. But and, yeah, uh, watching Mamusume. Good anime. <laughs> Wait, what? Mamusume. Mamusume. The the horse racing gotcha girls. Oh, okay. I thought he was talking about Monster Musume. Oh, Mamusu, dude, Mamusu was so good. I love Mia. I guess you can watch that too. Yo, no shame. Mia's Mia's godlike.